Welcome to Words of Wisdom. On this podcast, we interview some of the most influential people in the world to uncover how they became the best so that we can help you understand how you can become the best. What's up, everybody? Grant Wise here. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. I'm really excited today to be interviewing Brittany Pino, a real estate broker in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and excited to uncover uh, a little bit about her story and, and how she's been able to get to where she is at today. So Brittany, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Grant. Uh, awesome. Let's dive right in. Tell us your story. How'd you get to where you are today? Yeah, so I, um, I started real estate uh, roughly 18 years ago and uh, just started out when I was 20 years old and uh, hit the ground running. Uh, over the years, I, you know, I grew my business and climbed the ladder. I've always had that entrepreneur spirit, always wanting more and growing. Um, so I, uh, I was independent for several years and, you know, kind of did the, the life thing too on personal where I got married and had some kids and all of that. And, um, and then in 2011, I started to kind of do what most people do is build a traditional team model, hiring a buyer's agent and all that. Um, kind of fast forward in 2016, I went through quite an unexpected and pretty horrific uh, divorce. And so um, during that time, you know, I learned a lot about myself. You know, I, um, I changed as a person, you know, just things that were important to me and just kind of reprioritizing my life and, uh, and became a single mom almost overnight. I had two little ones and um, it's been, you know, obviously several years now and I still have them pretty much full time. Um, they are now first and third grade, two beautiful little girls. And so I, uh, I rock the mom gig as well as the real estate thing. So um, over the years, I did build a small real estate team. For seven years, I had a team of about eight of us. And then back in uh, 2018, I kind of pulled that down, pulled it apart, and I went back to solo agent. So with a lot of admin and um, just doing a super, super high volume, um, operating at a high level with my admin team and, and me kind of, you know, the clients at the center of focus and me doing more of the one-on-one -on -one with the clients and then having all of my team serving that client in a capacity of like high level of service and that kind of thing. So um, I have done that since, like I said, 2018, kind of rebranded, rebuilt my business in 2020. Uh, during the pandemic while homeschooling my children, I opened up my own independent brokerage firm um, here in Baton Rouge. And so I operate an independent firm and um, we, we are just, uh, this year we're up again 30% and just, you know, crushing our records year after year and, and doing that. And all of that, I do not to say that I'm always in a grind. I have learned, you know, I, I have a coach who's absolutely amazing and have learned over the last few years how to hate the word balance. So I'm, I'm trying not to use that word, but to create a whole life. Whereas I'm able to take epic vacations and experience a lot of downtime and really have the experiences for both myself, but also with my girls um, going on some great vacations and things like that to have that piece of my life. That's important. Um, financial security, financial freedom, um, working at a high level and also really honed in and focused on my health and wellness as well. So I would say it's more of, you know, I look at my life wheel and it's more of like a, 
a whole picture versus just everything in one. It's certainly not a balance because if you picture it like a pie, it's you know all the pieces are not of course sliced the same size. But it's important to me to make sure that I'm giving all of that a bit of attention so that I can operate at my highest level. I love it. I think that um, and I agree with what you said. I, I don't really like the word balance myself from an entrepreneurial <laughs> standpoint. It doesn't yeah. uh, even. It's not enough hours in a day. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's definitely not. And I've learned to become very uh, habit formed, very disciplined, very consistent and uh, entrepreneur, that entrepreneurial lifestyle kind of forces that because if you don't be intentional about your health and your relationships and those different types of things, whatever vision it is that comes up will probably rob you of any time that you would, you would give it. And so I, I, I could definitely relate with you there. What, what kind of mindset does it take to go through some of the darker things that you've talked about to create an incredible lifestyle for you, for your family, for your business. Walk me through that. I mean, walk me through some of those experiences where you evolved, maybe even mentally. Uh, and I know it just wasn't one big thing that happened, but do you, can you remember some instances where you, you felt like, okay, I've climbed to the next level? And yeah, so I'm kind of like a, a I'll use more of an analogy okay so there have been many times in my life let's use like the divorce for example or taking apart my team or leaving uh the comfort of like a brokerage and being there for 14 years and climbing the ladder number one to like break away and do your own thing um or you know let's take it back when i was you know 22 years old buying my first house i had a salary job it was it was on-site real estate sales but it was salary and literally, I can't remember if it was two weeks before or two weeks after, but I quit. It was back when they did just stated doc loans. And I quit that job and bought this house. And then I was like, now I'm going to start selling real estate. Like I had a mortgage. And so um, the way that I will describe it is like, I find that I get to this point in life where I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm kind of sitting on the edge of a rock, right? And the next place that I need to be is quite a leap and below me is is there's there's some distance there where it feels like i could die right <laughs> like i'm very like it's the fear thing when people yeah. like face your fears it seems very cliche but if you put yourself in here it's like okay i'm going through like this serious divorce or i'm going through something where i know that what i need to do is on the other side and i have to focus on where it is that i need to be and then I have to have the courage then to jump from where I sit to that next place. And I find that when you're in a situation where you know that there's something your heart's telling you need to do, there, there's a bit of fear that sets in. And then also that fear comes in terms of like the self-doubt, the talking yourself out of it, like not yet, like not right now, or you're not ready, or this is going to go wrong and this is going to go wrong and what if that happens and what if this happens and this is what it's going to do in a negative way to your situation or this is what people are going to say or people so there's all kinds of things that any of us get into this situation where we're somewhere we know we need to be somewhere else where the fear shrinks us right it, it keeps you from from taking that action and i believe wholeheartedly that it is truly the difference between somebody who is maybe an elite performer or somebody who's super successful versus an average person and it really just comes down to choice 
kind of facing that fear and pushing through. So anytime that I've been in a situation where I'm sitting on the edge of my rock, if you will, is to focus, right? Focus is absolutely anybody's superpower. If you focus on what it is you need to do, you quiet the noise, you spend time alone to figure out exactly grounding and where your heart is, not hearing the opinions of everybody else and engaging everyone else's opinion is to figure out exactly what it is that you need to do, focus, and then to take action. You, you just have to get a running start sometimes and just hold your breath and jump, right? You've just got to jump. And so um, at any time I've been in those situations, it's just kind of like talking yourself through it. Now, it's, it's freaking hard, right? It's, it's not an easy thing to do. That's why everybody doesn't do it. Some people stay, they stay put. They don't make the big moves in life, the big changes, whatever that may be. It can be a, a relationship. It can be your job. It could be just who knows. I mean, there's... We are faced with decisions every day. And I truly believe that your life, our life, exactly where we are each and every day is due to the series of choices that we're making. We choose. We are empowered to make a choice. The more the, the time that we wake up in the day, what we're going to do next, what we're going to do next, what we're going to face, what things we're going to take action on, what things we're going to avoid. A lot of people are just kind of in a, in a state of avoiding things, you know, the things that they know they need to do. Um, I think also to really push through to like next level, your catalyst to like really live the life you desire. I truly believe that when you're sitting on the edge of your rock, if you will, that the life you desire to have is over there on the other side. Mm -hmm. And it may not be right when you take that jump, but you have to take that jump in order to get to the next spot, to the next spot. It's like climbing the mountain. You know, you've got to like, you have to progress in order to get to that, that top Place that you want to be but if you just stay sitting on the edge of your rock and you 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 know you're lacking your courage and you stay put then it's really hard to then move things along in your life do you feel like that you've come across these situations in life where you've engineered that kind of sitting on the edge like one of the things I know about myself is that I'm more driven by regret than I am by accomplishment like if I know what I want to accomplish it, it's more powerful for me to sit there and live in, what am I going to regret if I don't do this? Because I'll feel, I'll kind of pre-fill that pain so I don't have to actually feel it in real life. <laughs> right. uh, and so for me, kind of like engineering those thoughts um, to, to really push me, moves me forward. Do you feel like in your life, you've just been faced with circumstance and, and that's what's pushed you? Or have you engineered these types of okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm either going to be able to do this. I can, can you walk me through that? For, for Yeah, I would love to walk you through that. So what I'm hearing you say is more of a thought process. And, and I find that when I'm in these places, it's really important for me to, to not think about it as much as feel about it. The heart, our hearts, like it's in us. Our hearts are driven by the highest power, our creator. It's our, it's our purpose in life, who we are, where we're meant to be. And our heart is the leader of that, right? And so I find that your heart is going to tell you exactly what you need and what you want. And it's going to send signals. It's going to send that desire, right? It will never stop burning a desire. So if there's, there's a place that you're faced with, if you can really practice the quieting of your mind and to feel where do you need to be 
Where is your, what is calling you? What direction do you need to go? And to, to tap into that and then take action, then to choose to take action on it, right? Your mind then follows your heart. So if your heart is leading the way and is in the driver's seat, then you 100% find yourself in the place that you need to be versus trying to make a decision on the, like you have to make a decision obviously to take action, but to the, what that decision is should be 100% led by heart because that's where, that is where you're going to, you will unlock your happiness. Like you're going to find like, this is exactly what I want. This is where I'm supposed to be where you feel more fulfilled. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes complete sense. How, yeah. how do you, how do you quiet the noise? Like, how do you get, what's your quiet place? Is it okay. journaling so, Are you going to the beach or what, what is it that you, uh, you do? So I think writing things out is very important. Pen to paper, you know, just really writing out like, what do I want? What do you want your life? Like, what do you want your life to look like in five years from now, in 10 years from now? Where do you see yourself? What are your ultimate, like your secret desires? This is exactly what you're doing, how you're living, who you're living with, what you're doing day to day your your fitness your health your wellness are you who you want to be are you where you want to be and if not there's something that you want different obviously you have to create different habits and make different choices and all there's a path there but to write it out to figure out what it is exactly that you want and then the other big piece for me is which i think people have a hard time practicing this is is to get very grounded in your choices and your heart is to not engage the opinion of others. Anytime I, I've noticed like towards the end when like my divorce was happening or before I was going to make a big business decision or um, it's come down to like relationships, whatever it is, I find that I retreat. I'm, I'm very hard to get in touch with like my parents. Like I, like I, I don't have, I'm not this, I have different patterns of communication. I'm not like as open. I'm not like making those phone calls and having these long conversations. I'm much more withdrawn from the world even just so that I know that the decisions that are being made are 100% me. It's not influenced by, I'm not, I've not had this conversation with somebody like, well, what do you think about this? This is what I'm thinking. And then you start to do that with a lot of people. And then it kind of just muddies up what it is you're trying to do. So pen to paper, so it's a lot of journaling. It's a lot of kind of spending time. You have to stop. You have to have like an outside perspective. And sometimes it is, you know, taking these, maybe it is a vacation because you're, you're outside the fishbowl approach. You can't just be in your daily grind, in your daily grind, right? You may take yourself out of it and then spend some time quiet, alone, into paper, um, doing your, you know, just it's kind of like the visionary taking yourself into that, like you're trying to see what do you want for your future and writing it out. And then once you know exactly, when I say exactly, not everybody knows exactly where they want to be, but have an idea of where you want to be, then you start to craft the right decisions and taking the next steps and the next, doing the next right thing to make sure that you're on the path to get to where you want to be, your ultimate desire. And anything else, anything else that isn't um, supporting you in your journey to your ultimate desire is eliminated. I won't entertain like, if there's something that's happening in my life um, that maybe is a distraction, maybe I need to say no or quit doing or, or something that I need to start doing in order to put me on that right path, then that is how I will then kind of navigate things. Love it. Do you think that good leaders or even great leaders 
have really good instincts or do you think that there's a nuance there where they just trust their instincts? Cause I hear what you're saying a lot of, it sounds like at least what I'm hearing is that like you've, you've got great instincts and you, you trust those and you, and you move forward. Do you feel like there's these leaders that have them or that they just trust them? Cause I think everybody has instincts, but I've heard you say a couple of times, like you have to make the choice to move forward and, and keep pursuing those things. Trust. Do you think that there's a nuance there? Do you feel like it's just a choice where the great leaders just trust their instincts and, and the other? I think that, I think that it's a practice. It's, it's to be aware that that's what it is, right? That, that you need to, it's, I think a lot of people will look outside of themselves for answers. And it's just that they haven't maybe been exposed to the idea of looking within, mm. right? And I think I, absolutely everybody has it. Everybody possesses it, right? The, the instincts, your heart, your desires of like what you want in life, like what you are supposed to be doing in your life. But it's just to stop and say, you know, time out, What's happening in your world that you don't like? What do you need to stop doing, start doing? And it's, it's just to take a hard look at that. And maybe someone's never told them before, like, hey, time out. If you're not where you want to be, guess what? That's up to you. Like, you can make these decisions. Um, I also think that the number one lever that people just, they just don't really think about it is there is zero way for people to operate at their highest level to be the absolute best that they can be to perform at the highest level and have clarity of the mind and have being in the right energy space in the mood to really push things through is the health and wellness piece. Mm. It's like the biggest missing piece. Like so many people are like, it's our culture too here. Like even America, it's like people eat so terrible and just, you know, there's the drinking thing. It's like the socially acceptable, it's a culture, you know? And so I think the people who are committed to being their best, I think the, the number one lever is to really focus on health and wellness. When I really added that piece and I really understood that, I cannot even stress how much of an impact that had on my business to even, no, let's just, not even my business, my entire life, like my, the mother that I am to my children, the energy that I have to be more, to have more, to do more. Um, I feel amazing. I'm, you know, I'm taking care of myself and it's not physical. It's, it's the way that I feel the, the clarity of my mind, my mood, my energy, all of those things. Like you can't win a race in a beat up Pinto, Right. Mm -hmm. You can't perform. If you're talking about your car, your, your, your vessel, your person, you are the vessel that is your vehicle for performing. And so if, if you're going to show up to the NASCAR race in a Pinto, probably not going to do so well. Whereas the people you've, you've got to take the pit stops. You've got to take care of your, your car. You've know, got to, you have to take care of self in order to be ready to make these big decisions, to pick yourself up when I mean, life happens, expect it. Like no one should be surprised. Like we're, no one's getting out of here alive. Everybody has hardships. Everybody has fallen on difficult times. Everyone has a story where they've been broken or they're struggling with an addiction or they're struggling with toxicity or just they, they feel entangled with something. Every single person on the planet. Yeah. And so in order for us to handle these things, in order for us to be equipped to really navigate through this and to get out, like feeling like we, you know, we 
had a great life and, and that we're living a beautiful life and a whole life and we're successful, I think it's not to ignore the vessel that we're traveling in, right? Yeah. And so yeah. that's such a big deal, yeah. I think it's so important. I mean, I think that mindset is one of the most important components to leading a successful life. And I, health and wellness, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I mean, just all of those different types of things. I've never felt, um, you know, such a significant difference as when I'm taking care of myself and when I'm not taking care of myself. I can definitely tell how my operating system is different. And I think it's people have got to understand it's not a weekly thing, a monthly thing, a yearly thing. It's a daily reset of how you're taking care of every component. I mean, you know, I was going to the gym, uh, I think it was like a week or so ago, and I woke up, I was kind of anxious. I was having these weird, random thoughts that were extremely negative, kind of dark. And I'm just like, man, what in the hell? <laughs> go through my, you know, intense hour workout, come out, I'm happy, I'm ready to go. I mean, just a complete transformation mentally. And then, you know, to be able to go off to the day, if I had not done the gym thing that morning and the cold shower thing that morning, I would have gone through my entire day, 24 hours thinking that the worst of the world was going to happen. And I think it's so important. I wish more people paid attention to it because it's your, your mindset is everything. And it, from that, it's, I think it's a root. It's a foundation. It takes care of the health, takes care of the, the, the finances, takes care of the relationships, takes care of the emotions. I mean, just, it's, it's such it a- It flows to everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you have if you don't have your health? Yes. You know, what do you have? What if, I mean, what if it's not just you're having like a sluggish day? What if you're- you know, generally in good health and you're sluggish, like that's one thing. But if like you really don't take care of yourself, mm. can you imagine the setbacks of people whose whose health is just, you know, because they never did, they never, you know, you can't, what can you do with that? What, what can you do in life to go on epic vacations to be, you know, an energetic parent or to be a great friend mm. to really show up for things or to perform at your highest level to represent clients or to run a business and to lead people. Mm. People are not gonna believe that's not believable, you know, for, for consistency and discipline. If it, if they're led by someone who doesn't lead by example. Mm -hmm. Without question, you can't let a, a, an experience or a circumstance or anything lead to a sluggish life. You, you just got to find out whatever your system is for moving past those types of things. How, right. how do you, how did you become you know, an elite performer, a top performer? Because I, I heard you say, you know, multiple times, you a lot of volume in your market, you know, a top producing broker. How, how do you become a top producing human? I mean, how, how do you wake up day in and day out and, and, and go out and perform at the highest levels really consistently? What is it? What is it that does that for you? You know, I do think that we talked about kind of the single greatest lever being like the health and wellness so that you can really be ready to perform um, but I think it's a number of things. I think that it is constantly being um, a student. You know, I'm constantly learning. I'm striving to be better. I'm open-minded um, to new things and how I do things and changing and evolving. I feel like um, it's really important to operate with honesty and integrity, right? The person that, what shows up, I mean, are people going to want to work with you? How you lead? um how you portray yourself and you know in, in public like what who are you showing who you are you know and just being like your true real authentic self i think is really 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 important because people you know 
this podcast may be listened by people who are in other businesses and things like that. But if you are more of an entrepreneur, regardless, I mean, people are going to work with, we hear it. They know you like, you trust you. How do they get to do that? I mean, you have to show people who you are. You have to be real. Um, you know, they don't want to see people who are flaunting um, stuff that's not real life, you know, like masked. Um, I really, I don't wear a mask. I am, I come as I am, right? I am who I am. And um, I operate with a lot of heart. I love what I do. So I think it's really important to find like where you need to be. And, and again, everything, you know, as John always says, like anything that's happening on the inside is going to show up, you know, everywhere else. And so I think it's really just consistently making those choices to um, stay in truth of where you want to be. And I think that as long as you're, you're aligned with where your heart wants you to be, then there is just this magnetic energy that, that will attract you know, business and people, the right people in your life. And you're just so much more where you should be, need to be. All of it compounds to, I think, build on the success. I mean, we want to do a great job with our clients, but it's important to me to be a great leader to the people that work mm -hmm. with me so that they're doing a great job for our clients. Right. And it's important to me to, to love and, you know, what I'm doing and to be happy and energetic and, and performing yeah. for my clients. So all of these things are, are intertwined. Can you tell me about a time? Cause what I hear you saying is that truth and transparency with self is, oh. is most important. And then that is really just a light. It's a reflection into the world and that will oh. attract uh, as you go on and lead. Can you tell me about a time where you, you, you just took off the mask and you were our, your authentic self and that that paid off for you? Cause I think there's a lot of people that maybe listen to this in business, especially I know you're in real estate, which is predominantly a very perceptive industry where, you know, there's that fake it till you make it vibe. And can you, can you share some experiences you've had where you just took off the mask and you were authentic and you were vulnerable and you shared your, your truth and that how did that impact you from a business standpoint, you know, maybe in a recruiting scenario or to win a deal or like, can you, can you share an experience? Well, it, it may not be exactly aligned, but the first thing I think of is like, anytime I'm working with my clients, there is like, I am just who I am. I'm not going to, I don't go into appointments and, and putting on like this robotic show. I don't have like these weird PowerPoints and everything. I am there to literally listen to what is your story? What is your situation? Why are you, why do you want to sell this house? And then, and then looking at the property, like every client is different. Every property is different. And then not being afraid to be honest with them if whether I get the listing or not is it's like look you know I smell your cat <laughs> you know like I mean but look we've, we've got to clean this up or we've got to paint this or you know I think a lot of people too are, are afraid to, to just go right at it and I think a lot of it is just really being honest and being true they they see they we get you we understand you they know you like you trust you that the sooner that you build the trust the better opportunity you're going to have, you know, people are, people are going to work with you. If, if they trust you, if they don't trust you, there's no chance. Right. And so I just, I, I don't know if there's a specific story. I, I really had a, a, this is just really who I am. My dad always like, look, you don't want to know the truth. Don't ask her because she's going to tell you exactly <laughs> what's, what's going on. Right. I can't like, I'm just, that's just who I am. But if somebody is, 
struggling with that to be their true authentic self and there's probably something else going on you know that they may need to deal with doing the deeper work before then they can really perform like that you know just how do you see how do you see that that maybe holds other people back the air around i mean do you do you feel like you interact with some people uh where it's like you know, you're just not being honest with yourself. How, how does that impact somebody maybe who's trying to grow a business or? No, a it, I think it's, I think it, it is difficult because I think, you know, sometimes you see it and you're, I'm not sure what it is. It's not for me to judge, but maybe there's some insecurity there or some fear or some self doubt, or I don't know, you know, I, I don't, I don't know lack of confidence. I'm not really sure. Um, I have seen it though, where, you know, you have these people who want it really bad, except they're just, you can, you just know, you kind of meet people and you're like, man, what are you hiding? You know? And so I think that when people can, can really do the work to figure out what's going on with all of that and, and to kind of clear that up where the, maybe they're, maybe they're, they're battling demons, you know, they have some, some secrets, you know, things that they need to deal with. And I think that the sooner people deal with those things, then the better that they are on the outside, how they can operate in a business realm to be a leader and to, to run a business at a high level. I love it. Going back to some of what you had said in the beginning, you know, you talked about if you're looking at it from an, an analogy standpoint, you're standing at the edge of a cliff and you see where you want to go and you see this big gap. Can you describe for me how it feels to step through that fear and, and, and make that move towards that thing whenever it is you're, you're in those situations? So, yes, I can. Um, it's leading up to it when you're like really on the edge of the cliff, like getting ready to jump. That is so scary. And when I say that so scary, like, all these thoughts are going through your mind of like, what's going, what is going to go wrong? Mm. Right. So you're, you're thinking all the things that can go wrong, how you're going to fail. It's, um, it's anxiety. It's, it's paralyzing sometimes self doubt. Everything just creeps in until you know that, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. You just, you just, there's almost like a little bit of insanity moment that has to happen. You're just like, <laughs> I've just got to do it. I'm you gonna, just, I'm gonna do you're it. like, I'm, I'm doing it. And, and you just have to choose to do it. But the moment your foot leaves that rock and you are like, you're in motion. Okay. You're sailing over to the other side. Everything that you thought would go wrong. Let me tell you the number one. I like write it down. Fear is a liar. Mm. It's a, it is a liar that all these things are, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going wrong. None of it. It's, mm. it's, it's lit. It's like actually none of that happened. And it wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be. It was near as bad as I thought it was going to be. And as a matter of fact, it's exhilarating. It is, it's empowering. It's exciting. When you land and you're like, I am so glad that I did this. Uh, it's, it's a freedom, there's a happiness, there's an energy, there's an exhilaration, it's liberating. I cannot even begin to explain that minute, that moment where you look back and you're like, I cannot believe I sat on that rock for so long. Yeah. 
this is amazing. And so when you, <laughs> when you taste that just the one time and then you find yourself in that position again, you're like, here I am at the edge of a rock. I'm not saying it's not going to be scary again. You're like, why do I do this to myself? Like the boiler room, like, do I continue that? Yes, you do. If you want to be like super successful, you want to climb a mountain, you have to make those leaps. You have to take action. Mm-hmm. You can sit there and nothing will change. I mean, you're not going to be different if you don't do different things and make new choices and create new paths and take action. And, and a lot of it is risks. You know, a lot of it, it, it can be uncomfortable. It can be a struggle. It can be a risk. It could, I mean, it's scary, but that that's my description when, when I have done these things. Now, I'm not saying like sometimes the, the leap in the air isn't, you're struggling through something or that's difficult and it's not always just like boom, 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 everything's amazing right yeah. i mean there is a there is a journey there and sometimes it's shorter lived than sometimes it's, it's more muddy right but when you get through it i i don't i have not ever had a regret you know looking back i'm like that's amazing and i'm so thankful that i like did it had the courage to do that i think that i always tell people um you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'll tell you the same thing. You have a hundred percent success rate of getting through bad stuff, <laughs> at least up to this point. And that oh. journey and ex- that journey and experience is, you know, it's, it's education. It's experience. I mean, it's, it's, it's education. I mean, it's, it's something that you now know how to do the next time people get so complacent in life and get in the habit of just doing the same thing and staying in a rhythm and getting comfortable. And, you know, I can't imagine a life letting all of life go by me, staying on that rock. And it's always just letting that fear run me to just, and there's a lot of people that live on the rock, just that one rock, that they don't ever. And and they're sitting there and they see people going and they're like jumping from the, you know, like, well, why is that person doing more than me? Why am I not successful? Well, you're not taking action. You're not facing your fears. You're not pushing through the things that you, and this is the other thing, like most, the thing that we typically need to do most that will bring us to that like next place, like the life that we really, really desire to have is the thing that we're afraid of the most. So I think if somebody can sit down, pen to paper and say like, what am I afraid of? What is the thing that I'm afraid of the most? that's the thing that you probably need to spend a lot of focus time on figure out how to accomplish that, how to battle that, how to push through, how to make that your next move. I love the little moments. I love the little moments that come up right now for my daughter. She's nine and I'm consistently getting more. Awesome. 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 I, I am getting those consistent opportunities where she's, well, I'm afraid. Like I'm, a, I'm, I'm scared. I'm afraid. I'm scared. I don't know, dude. We were at the we were mountain doing the rock climbing uh, recently, and she wanted to do this thing. She wanted to jump out and, and make this move, and she went up. And she, as, as soon as she's about to do it, she like stopped and she got back down. And she's like, "Well, I'm afraid." And one of the things I love getting the opportunity to do is just say, "That's awesome. That's okay. That's great." Like the the important thing I think that you got to understand if you listen to this is like it's it's totally fine and acceptable to be afraid and to have fears what we and i love getting the opportunity to teach her is it's like we, we got to have these things we we get to have these moments and these experiences these these emotions we just can't let them stop us and so let's go back up to the top and let's try to make that move again and she just consistently i think it was like the five or six times she finally got it and she was excited and exhilarated and i know that's such a simple example 
but you start to build this muscle when you're leveling up to trusting your instincts and to taking that step anyway. And a lot of the stuff that you're talking about, and it's such a profound lesson when you take it in and accept it and, and just start practicing it. You might suck the first time you might fall down the cliff and get some bumps and bruises along the way, but that experience of life will teach you how to jump again and how to jump again and how to jump again. It's such a profound lesson. It's the only way to progress, you know, the only way to like really move through things. And, and I truly believe that is the way to finding true happiness is to, to take act, to make choices, to move through, like where your heart is designed, you know, all your desires is there in your heart. Your heart will tell you like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Imagine the misery though, like constant heart telling you like, you need to do this. You need to do this. You don't need to do that. You're pouring another glass. Like, oh, stop, stop. But your brain's like, whatever I'm doing. And you just, or you're just so stuck in habit that you mm-hmm. just continually do the same thing. Like the habitual patterns that we create, you're not living happy. You're, you're people, you know, it's like a dark place to be when you're not aligned with where, you know, you need to be. Well, that's a great lesson I learned from John too. And you guys have heard us reference John a couple of times. It's John Cheplak. He's been a coach for me. And I, I think currently a coach for, for, for Brittany. And, years, yeah. um, you know, I've learned that your um, not even habit, it's belief in some instances where, you know, maybe you're taking a drink you don't want to, or eating something you don't want to, but you can't figure out how to stop. And I think you've got to understand that your actions will never contradict your beliefs about yourself. If you believe that you are fat or if you believe you are addicted or if you believe you're an alcoholic or whatever that is, your actions will never override your belief system. And a lot of times we want to change something. We have to change the belief, not about other people, but about self. And I'm a huge fan of uh, identity because I've had to go through those ups and downs in life. And at each time I've had to figure out like, well, who am I being right now? What, what am I? What do I believe about myself? And when I start to change that, then I start to get proof and evidence of what, what steps I need to take and who it is I need to become to continually evolve in those moments so that I can get out of whatever hole it is that I feel like I'm living in. That was a profound lesson I got from John is yeah. that your actions will never contradict your beliefs about yourself and so if you can start to change even what you think about yourself uh it's really profound what follows and it's really profound how how things begin to change for you and again even behind that lever is the the way that we think and what we believe and like our mindset hello health and wellness i mean when i started to drink minimum of like 64 ounces of water i was literally okay look here's a bottle of water i've been sipping on this is how much water I would drink like in a day or like a two days ago. Yeah. I don't think I, I think I drank tea and coffee. I was like living on caffeine only and no water. And you know, it's amazing. Our bodies just need nourishment. Like we need water, we need food, maybe some sunlight, you know? And, and when you start to really take care of self, then it like completely clears all of this fog and, and your mind is clear, your energy is there. And so it's easier to then believe, change your belief system or have the strength to do that so that you're not like in a dark place. Right. I love it. I couldn't agree more. Brittany, there was so much wisdom here. And I know if somebody was listening, they picked up a bunch from this. I know I learned a lot and I appreciate you being on the show and sharing your words of wisdom with us all. Your experience has been incredible and and getting to hear your story. It's just been an awesome thing for me. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Grant. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you all for continuing to listen to Words of Wisdom. Please make sure you screenshot 
this episode, share it on Instagram, tag me at likegrantwise. What was your favorite part? I know it's going to be hard to choose, but would love to hear what your biggest takeaway from this uh, Words of Wisdom episode was. Thank you again, Brittany, for being on the show, and we'll see you all on the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Words of Wisdom. This is a show designed to inspire you to become a better leader so that you can win in all areas of your life. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. Please rate and review this episode on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, go off and share your favorite words of wisdom from today's show.